things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get that theology to God, hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Well, grace and peace, grace and peace. It is good to be back with you again for another live. <laughs> Yo, man, I, I, I realized something. I, I realized something, y'all. I'm, I'm. Your boy, your boy Kato, man. I'm getting old. I am getting old. You know how I realize I'm getting old? Recently just did a uh, concert, adoption concert. Some of you might have saw. I hope that was a blessing to you all. Uh, many of you might have saw that, but yeah. The next day is how I realized I'm getting old. I realized, hey, look. You know, this is a young man's game, doing all these, sh doing shows in general. It takes a lot of energy, effort. I woke up sore, <laughs> needing a chiropractor, you know, needing my, my, my body realigned. I was thinking about going to chiropractor and I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Speaking of fake deliverances, speaking of things that actually don't work, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh yeah, a lot of deliverance videos and I say, "Hey, this will be a good time to do this, right?" <laughs> Some of you guys said I'm young. I don't I, I, my back don't feel it, right? <laughs> but I was watching uh Catherine Crick, right? Catherine Crick. She is one of the most bizarre. Uh, uh, let me be nice. She's bizarre and crazy, okay? That's me being nice. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I was just watching some of her content material and like thinking to myself, how could anybody, how could anybody watch this? Right. Shout out to my man, uh, official. We were built for the ministries, for this ministry. Go on, go on and uh, subscribe to my man there, man. Subscribe to him. Good to see you, man. Um, but yes, um, I was watching some of Catherine Crick and thinking like, wow, like, how do even people follow this? I mean, some of the most unbiblical, anti-biblical, opposite of what the Bible says she promotes. You guys don't believe me? I'm going to watch a few videos of hers, okay? And I want you to be, as I always say, think about it, right? Think about how you would respond in light of this, right? Um, so let's go to this. We're going to be stopping and playing and responding to some of the things that she says. So let's check it out. So when you're when you're bringing, for example, your your money has supernatural power, your seed, where the devil is rebuked. But that's not just for your finances. We need to rebuke the devourer, or we need to rebuke the demons that want to come back with our seed. So she says, "Hey, um, let let me play that back just so we can hear correctly what she says." So when you're when you're bringing, for example, your your money has supernatural power, your seed. So our money has supernatural power. You know, the seed we give, quote unquote, has supernatural power. <sighs> to do what? I mean, to, that's, that's the question. To do what? Well, we're going to find out what she thinks money can. I mean, money can buy. <laughs> Apparently money can buy all things, even the power of God. Where the devil is rebuked. But that's not just for your finances. We need to rebuke the devourer or we need to rebuke the demons that want to come back with our seed. So some special seed for your deliverance today where, where the devil will look and he sees, I can't come here. 
So she says, say, so, 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 a, so this seed, special seed, right? You got to add special in front of it to make it really special. Show, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at a comment. Sorry. That's, that's pretty funny. If you guys know who that is. Um, <laughs> but so this special seed, if you want deliverance or, you know, you don't want the devil to come back. Right. Um, man, there's so much verses that actually get into this, this, uh, you know, kind of content. She reminds me of Simon the Sorcerer, right? Because wasn't wasn't that the very thing that he was trying to do? If you read uh, Acts chapter uh, Acts chapter eight, go and read Acts chapter eight. He wanted to buy the power of God, right? And what what did the uh, what did the apostles what did they say? Um, may you may you perish along, right, with your money, so to speak paraphrasing but yeah you you cannot buy cannot buy this 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 the 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 gifts of god cannot be bought with money but notice she's saying if you want to obtain this deliverance you know um you got to sow a special seed well i i mean that's not what the daughter right did in mark chapter five right she's brought jesus was brought to her what did he say your faith has made you well. Not your finances, not that special seed you gave, right? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's continue what she has to say. We'll let you know in a moment. The cards are going to be in the front. I'll hold them up. But put your name in your email and just check if you receive deliverance today. We'll, we'll reach out to you. And also, I want to invite all of you who have delivered today to sow a seed. To sow a seed to thank God for your deliverance but also to access that anointing of protection upon you. Because the Bible says that with every new, every covenant, there's a sacrifice. It says in Psalms, it says this. So God's going to do... Let me, let me read something before I get into that. Um, it's just very interesting. But I, I'm also thinking of Matthew chapter 10, where um, you know Jesus was healing. And one of the things he told his disciples to go out and do, his apostles to go out and do, was... Uh, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, and and what? Notice, sorry, Mark. So I'll, I'll tell you, Mark chapter ten, seven through ten is where you can read this. He tells them, "You receive without paying, give without paying. Acquire no gold, no silver, no copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, nor two ten, tunics, nor sandals, nor staff. For the laborer deserves his food." So they were only to receive food, but. Again, she's charging for deliverance. Now, I have no problem with someone giving uh, to your ministry for financial support, right? Hey, I enjoy what you're doing. This is this is just show appreciation. That's hey, that's totally fine. But notice her reasoning is not just for, for you know to the giving of the ministry, uh, to the to support of the ministry. Obviously, I don't believe you should be even supporting her ministry, but because. Her, her, her idea is that you are delivered. You need a special deliverance to acquire, right, through financial giving. Un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, she brings up this idea of um, giving. Oh, this, uh, right, hold on. Let me, let me go back so you can hear what I'm responding to. You have delivered today to sow a seed, to sow a seed to thank God for your deliverance, but also to access that anointing of protection upon you. 
Because the Bible says that with every new, every covenant, there's a sacrifice. It says it in Psalms. It says this. Now, I, I tried to look up what she was talking about, but the only thing I could, I mean, maybe she's referring to this verse is uh, Psalm 50, verse 5, where it says, uh, this verse says, gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So, okay, I'll take her, I'll take her uh, interpretation of this, that this is referring to every covenant. That's fine. There's no issue with that. Um, the issue is, Clearly, the sacrifices that were being made were not money. But notice how she interprets this as money. Just in case you want to say, well, Kato, it can be money. Well, that's clue. Maybe it's what it's talking about in Psalm 50. Well, let's just go down to verse 8. <laughs> notice what it says. This is how we know it's not about money, but actual, you know, the animal sacrifices, things like that, that they were making. It says now, because uh, what's going on in Psalm 50, God is actually uh, rebuking them for something. But, uh, Read on, it says, not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. And notice it's going to tell what the sacrifice is. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. Right? So he's, what he's going to get into is that really their attitudes. But but clearly, the sacrifice that's being talked about here is, um, you know, the animal sacrifice, not, not monetary things like that. Uh, I, I can't imagine. Here's what it would cause me to do. I'm just thinking logically through this is. What do you do with poor people? Right. Yeah, this sounds all good and well for rich people. But what about people who have no nothing to give? Right. They're already struggling with their financial situation and, and living check to check, doing the best they can. And you come and tell them that, that if you really want the blessings of God, you want to reach that next level. Hey, man, you got to give a you got to sacrifice for it. And by sacrifice, they always mean seed and things like that. Um just another verse on this issue. Um, yeah, just to show the, God, the true sacrifice we are to get, offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Notice it doesn't say uh, what she says, right? Notice she doesn't say what she says. It doesn't say uh, money. It says thanksgiving. You can do that without money. And uh, and perform your vows to the Most High, right? Just very sad that 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 there are people in this cult. Yes, I'm willing to call it a cult. Um. Yeah, very sad. Hey Goldie, I see your comment. How about you? Hey, email me. Okay, I'll I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. All right, uh, I would love to hear about your story. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're watching this video, go ahead and give it a like. We're going to continue with this. Check it out. I'm doing a new covenant of freedom with you today. Amen. So, so it's important to sow a seed. So I want to invite you to sow a special seed if you've been delivered today. We have to be serious in the spiritual realm about maintaining our freedom. And there's so much power to our seeds. And so really, they're, like the devil sees your seed. There's so much power to our seeds, right? I mean, I, me, I thought there was power in Christ. Um, one verse I was pondering on during this is these guys think deliverance and salvation are two separate things, right? Um, if you actually look up the term deliverance in the Greek, right, <laughs> take them to the Greek, right? Uh, you'll see that that verse is really uh, sozo, right? It's uh, speaking of uh, or soter, so, uh, speaking of salvation. So these distinction between deliverance and uh, salvation is, is one of a uh, difference, right? Or one of not what the Bible is really getting at. But I'm ref I was recalled with these verse, this verse here today. Um, notice what it says. Come, everyone who thirsts. You thirsty, right? You weary. You tired of of of, of the sin. You tired of your 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 misery. 
This is a great verse to preach to unbelievers why they should come to Christ. But nevertheless, come to the waters. He who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. <laughs> Look at this. How do you, you, know, you, you might be scratching your head saying, how do I buy this without money and price? Doesn't, it, doesn't buy presuppose money and price? Well, normally, typically, but we know through progressive revelation that Christ is the is the uh, right the purchase right he is the down payment right he is the the ransom so to speak um, and so yeah you don't have to buy what she's offering you you know matter of fact what she offers you we'll see later can come back again anyway um, like there's different seeds that have different purposes when you sow seeds. It, 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 it rebukes the devourer, the Bible says. It says this. When you bring the tithe in the storehouse, the, the, the devourer is rebuked. Now, she's what she's quoting from is an Old Covenant context in um, uh, Malachi 3, where uh, the verse does say, well, she actually kind of gets it wrong. Well, she kind of gets it wrong, but uh, it says, I will rebuke the devourer for you. Um, let, let me actually go back and see what she said. Me. Or the Bible says. Hold on. For purposes. When you sow seeds, it, 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 it rebukes the devourer, the Bible says. It says this. When you bring the tithe in the storehouse, the, the, the devourer is rebuked. Well, w one of the issues with this is that she's uh, quoting from a Old Covenant theocratic context where the um, Israel would often be they were in the covenant contract of uh, covenant of, of, I would say, a covenant of works where blessings for obedience, curses for disobedience. And if you would like to read further on that, read Deuteronomy chapter 28, read Leviticus 26, which essentially gets to that same thing. Um, this is not the covenant that we're in. You don't want to be in these covenantal stipulations where we're that, right? Um, where, you, where you're in, a uh, well, if you give tithe and God will bless you, you, you don't want to be in that covenant. Um, we have a better covenant, the Bible says. So, so when, you're, when you're bringing, for example, your, your money has supernatural power, your seed, where the devil is rebuked. But that's not just for your finances. We need to rebuke the devourer. Or we need to rebuke the demons that want to come back with our seed. So some of the special... So notice, <laughs> you can give the seed, but you have to keep giving the seed so that the devourer doesn't come back. To hurt the seed. You see how the, the at the end of the day, it's this constant giving of money, right? It's, man, it's, um, the, the, as, as people have called the prosperity gospel, it is a pyramid scheme, right? It is, it is a pyramid scheme. But one verse that, man, I, I stumbled upon just like studying for all this and, and just, just thinking about was uh, Micah 3. Because doesn't, doesn't this sound just like her? Read this verse. It says, its head, speaking of its leaders, uh, and she's trying to prompt herself up as a leader, they give judgment for a bribe. Its priests teach for a price. Its prophets practice divin divination for money. <laughs> That's exactly what they, they, that she's doing. Yet they lean on the Lord and say, it is not, is not the Lord in the midst of us? No disaster shall come upon us. That's a, I, couldn't have I couldn't think of a better verse to actually demonstrate what's going on here with uh, Miss Crick here. Um, 
have a crick in my neck listening to this. I mean, let's continue on, though. For your deliverance today, where the devil will look and he sees, I can't come here. Amen. So all you have to do is give money. And now the, de the devil is like, drats. I can't come over there. Where, where did the Bible teach any of this? Nowhere. Nowhere. Um. Hallelujah. So if you'd like to sow a seed, if you got delivered today, a special seed for your deliverance to seal it, you can go to 5fchurch.org slash give. And for you watching online, that's how you can give. Link is in the bio. 5fchurch.org slash give. If you prefer to give in person, there's QR codes and stuff. <laughs> can you imagine Jesus uh, healing somebody, right? He heals somebody, leprosy, right? He gets done and he's like holding his hand out like, you know what time it is, right? Like, of course that didn't happen, right? Of course not. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Well, let's get into some more of Catherine Crick's uh, charging for blessings, right? Charging for blessings. And then like a handful of other countries, but a lot of countries doesn't work through PushPay, so you can give through PayPal. And if you don't have PayPal, it's easy to just make an account. I believe you can make a PayPal account anywhere in the world. Um, so those are the ways that you can give. And I encourage you to sow a seed. This is a spiritual principle that what you sow, you will reap. Whatever you sow, you will reap. When you sow where the power of God is moving, you are reaping more of that anointing in your life. God has different ways that he releases the anointing. He releases the anointing through the word, through just being where his presence is. But there's more anointing that God wants to release to you. And that comes through a seed. So you want more anointing? You got to give her a bigger seed. And we already established that for Catherine Crick. Uh, Seed is code word for money, right? You wanna you wanna grow an anointing? You got to give a bigger bigger uh seed. Terrible, terrible. And and sowing a seed is a key for many things in your life. For many different things, that's a key for all key. of you. It's the key for financial breakthrough. For some it's the key. You know, I mean, I don't see that key in the Bible, but for Catherine Creek, I mean, it's the key. You want you want. You want to grow in holiness? I mean, I know the Bible tells you to, you know, uh, battle the flesh, you know, to to, to mortify the, the 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 old man. But she's nah, nah. You don't have to do all that. That's that's hard work. Just give a bigger seed, and it'll happen. My goodness. And, and we're gonna get into this later because for these people, the reason why you uh, you sin is because you have a demon that needs to be uh, taken out of you. The problem isn't really you. Right. The problem isn't really you. The problem is the demon you have. You know, you're lying. You lie a lot. Well, you got the demon of lying. You know, you're drinking a lot. You have a demon of drunkardness. So the problem isn't you and you liking to do it and all that. It's the demon you have. So, so notice it shifts the responsibility, not from you actually being the problem, as the Bible says, but the problem is the demon. Very terrible. Some of you, it's it for all of you. It's a key for certain needs. There will be a time when God wants you to sow a seed for a specific need. It's like saying, "Okay, this need that I have, I'm putting it in the ground, and I know it's going to come up and, and sprout. Whatever I sow, I must reap. I have this need, and I'm sowing here, so the power." Of you know, there is a, um, you know, truthfulness to sow and reap, but I I believe the the prosperity prop. Uh, preachers take it too far you know one one true example you sow false doctrine <laughs> it'll reap hell you know so yeah that's one true application of it god can come upon this need 
and I will see God's power upon this need. That's the action of it. So there will be times in your life, there's when, whenever I have a need, I, I, I sow a seed. I sow a seed. I know these spiritual principles. You know, funny, this was like a, um, yeah, you have a demon of refusing to sow a seed? You got to sow a seed. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting comment there. But um, he made me lose my comp- comment. What, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. This this used to be something, uh, you know, people that are anti-prosperity gospel would use to kind of say, hey, you have a need, so is he. And here she is admitting that very thing is true. Um, and some, for some of you, the need, uh, the, it's a key for deliverance. For some of you, that might be a key. And then so, like a handful of other countries. Yeah. So for some of you, the key for your deliverance is financial, right? Very terrible. Very sad. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, let's check out one more clip of hers and we'll because of the case, just like Jesus, when he healed a person of leprosy, he says, go give an offering to the priest. He wasn't just saying that to say that he could see there was a key that was unlocking that person's deliverance. Amen. So we're going to look at this text real quick. So she's saying the reason why Jesus told this man to, um, go to the priest is because there was uh deliverance there uh let me let me find this uh text here because this is pretty funny that she says this is the reason um that this was uh told to told to this man to go do but let me let me let me share my screen here and we'll 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 look at it together um it says when he came down from the mountain right when he came down to the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and before him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. A couple things to note here is that what would happen under the old covenant? What would happen of the old covenant with the man with leprosy? Well, the Bible tells us in the old covenant, <laughs> he would have to separate himself so as to not have this disease spread, right? Continuing on. And, 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 and even then, we're going to even see some more customs come out. See, this is why it's important to know the Old Testament. You won't fall for this lie if you actually know the Old Testament, um, right? But even this, you see this man's great faith saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Well, apparently... Catherine, you know, Catherine Creek theology, he's like, yeah, but I'm going to need a PayPal, you know, send me that Venmo first before I can do this. That's not what he said. Um, Continue on. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Notice no money was given. And Jesus said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go. Show yourself to the priests and offer offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. So what's going on here? So notice she's saying the gift was a sack was a uh, was a was a monetarily. It was a check. Yeah, it was a cash app. Right. <laughs> um, one, that's actually not what it's not a monetary gift. And we're going to see that in a second. But notice what what is this? What is this offer the gift that Moses commanded? Well, under the old covenant, you can read Leviticus 14, 
um, to, to see this four through eight. Once the priest inspected the man, right, to see he had no leprosy, the, the man would have would, 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 to offer a, uh, a sacrifice, some animal sacrifice. Not, and notice this doesn't even make sense because if what Catherine Crick said was true, wouldn't he have given the money to Jesus? I mean, because that's what she's saying. Y'all need to give the money to me, right? It doesn't make sense even with her interpretation. So, yeah, check out Leviticus uh, 14, 4 through 8, and you can see that what the gift of the sacrifice is referring to is a, a sacrifice, a free will offering, or so to speak, um, not a monetary giving to the priest. So even that doesn't even make sense with what she's talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The deliverance preceded the sacrifice. It wasn't sacrifice for deliverance. That's correct. So even her own interpretation there doesn't make sense. Well, let's continue with this. It's just so because there is power in the spiritual realm with sacrifice. There always has been and there always will be. May you sow so you can have this abundant life. Notice you have to sow. You want an abundant life? Sow a seed. This is this is this is actually damning to people. This is actually what Jesus was going around rebuking. Why? What were they doing in the temple? This is why Jesus got so mad because they was making the temple, um, you know, trying to get rich off of off of God. Right. Trying to live luxurious off of God's name. This isn't what the gospel calls it. And guys, I'm not anti rich. Be rich. Work hard for yours. But not 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 like this. This is this is just scamming people in God's name. May you sow so you can be big in the spiritual realm, be used powerfully by God. You want to be big in the spiritual realm? Want to be used powerful for God? Sow your seed. I mean, if Simon, if if this isn't Simon, uh, re, you know, I don't believe in reincarnation, but if I did, this would be Simon himself. Daughter, you know, great, 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 great daughter coming down, right? Man, this is this is exactly what he was trying to do by uh, the power of God. So God can get the most glory through your life. Amen. Hallelujah. We have uh, envelopes here. Um, they have QR codes on them if you prefer to give online. For those yeah, and of course, give give your money. Give the money so we can we can get this seed, right? And so. Very interesting. Well, let's take a little transitionary because, guys, do you want to take the demon challenge? All takers to the demon challenge, please do not be afraid. Stick around. We are being told if you want to see if you have a demon. Well, you can pray this prayer that we're about to watch from uh, Alexander Pagani. Yes, we'll be talking about Alexander Pagani. He has a surefire way. To see if you really have a demon. And, and guys, if you if you have nothing to be scared, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. If you're not really scared, if see if you have a demon. Obviously, I'm being a little bit facetious. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm being a little bit uh, facetious. But yes, we're going to take the demon challenge. So stick around if you don't. If you're not too scared. All right, with that being said, for the rest of you, you probably saying, I don't have a demon. Well, you, we're gonna find out whether you have one or not. 
and you're going to pray this prayer. Oh, don't back out now. No, no, no. Don't turn off the, don't turn off the computer. I see y'all leaving. Don't do it. Don't touch that dial. Did he sound like an angry infomercial guy? <laughs> don't you dare leave. And don't turn off the smart television talking about, oh, I'm going to log off now. Do not log off now. If you log off now, that's a demon. <laughs> if you log off now, you got a demon. So those two people that just left, I saw it. I saw it. Y'all have a demon. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, I mean, people go to work, right? People just say they don't actually have to watch your YouTube channel. I mean, guys, it's okay to leave. You got to leave. You got to leave. Um, <laughs> do not leave that is, to me that was pretty funny that was pretty funny oh I like this comment remember it takes pagan to spell Pagani that is true that is true because you were just fine enjoying the conversation and now you want to log off that's the devil that's it Satan I bind you right now in the name of Jesus Messiah of Israel to stop them from logging off turning off the TV or just walking away <laughs> I bind you now. So you have been bound. And I guess, I mean, you can't do it now. So guess what? This number, 77 people watching, this better stay there till we get done with this video. In Jesus' name, I guess. I mean, because if, you know, we all know if you say in Jesus' name, it's supposed to happen, right? I mean, those are the, mat the, the, the words that make it happen, that bring it into reality from the spirit realm. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been told, at least. Um... <laughs> like this yeah yeah if you log if you log off it's a demon but demons enter your church all the time right so <laughs> what like right yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm heading out on that note yeah 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 you're gonna leave them to pray this prayer and then not logging off in the name of jesus okay so for those of you that are right now well i don't have a demon we're gonna find out you're gonna pray this prayer. And if you don't have one, you have nothing to lose. So guess what? If you got, hey, pray this prayer. And guess what? You, sh you should do it because you got nothing to lose if you really got one. I mean, doesn't it sound like you're like test tempting and testing God? <laughs> I mean, anybody can come up with some absurd challenge, tell you to do it. And if you don't do it, say, what are you scared of? You got a demon, right? I mean, I can make up an absurd challenge. Guess what? Right now, if you're watching this video, hold on, let me. <laughs> if you're watching this video right now, go on to the busiest traffic and cross the street. And if you don't, it's because you got a demon. You got a demon. You see how absurd? I Anybody can make up an absurd challenge that's not in the Bible and then tell you to do it. And if you don't do it, then that means you got a demon, right? Absurd. Absurd. Um, that, that challenge I gave is just as ridiculous as the challenge he's trying to give to you. There's no Bible precedent for any of those challenges, right? There's no, there's no command from scripture saying, take the demon challenge. I mean, do the apostles go around like this? No, of course not. And neither should you take this challenge. So yeah, we're going to watch this absurdity, but we're not going to pray this prayer. But if you refuse to pray it, then you have with your, I don't have a demon, have identified that you do have a demon because all it is is a prayer. <laughs> so if you don't take the demon challenge, really, that's proof you do have a demon because we all know that demons 
can't say this prayer anyway, right? I mean, that's just <laughs> with your demon looking self, right? We all know that demons can't say this prayer, right? I mean, I mean, nowhere, no, nowhere in the, nowhere in the Bible. I mean, I mean, boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. It's nowhere in the Bible. I mean, I've, I've never seen this. No, 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 no. I mean. So it's proof if you don't pray this prayer. Let me add a little cinematic music behind me to make it more dramatic that if you don't play this prayer, you got a demon. What's the most uh, if you got your car washed yesterday and you get your car washed today? Nothing. Your car gets... Yes, it waste of money. <laughs> you wasted money. If the car was clean, why clean it again? I'm so that that analogy didn't work out too well for you, you know. I mean, I know you're trying here to prove that we should do this unbiblical prayer, but we're not gonna do it, right? I mean, we're we're not gonna do that, you know. You you, you know why we're not gonna do that? Ain't nobody got time for that. We 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 don't got time for this, man. More clean, and I know you believe in prayer. What's wrong with praying? The fact that you don't want to pray it should indicate that you might need some deliverance. Or we don't want to pray unbiblical prayers by someone threatening us like with this. This is a threat. <laughs> this is gaslighting. And, and stay around later. We got some more gaslighting for you guys. This is gaslighting. This fake infomercial, don't touch that dial You got because you got a demon guy, is saying this mess. Interesting. And it's not going to be a long drag, those of you that are watching it. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm watching this broadcast and I think, or I know, or I don't know that I might need deliverance. <laughs> That's funny. I think, I know, or don't know. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> we could just do it in case our car isn't clean. So this is the, it, just in case you got a demon. I would imagine if you had a demon, you would know it. I mean, I don't know. Something would say the rebellion in you would be, I don't know. <laughs> But you know my heart, and you know whether I need deliverance or not. So, Holy Spirit, I give you authority. Remember, in their theology, the Holy Spirit can have authority, and the demon can still be in them. Remember, they, Christian, they believe Christians who possess the Spirit can have a demon. So, what? I don't know. I don't know what the, I guess from his vantage point, not from our vantage point, we know the spirit can actually remove unclean things, but from them, I mean, they share the space with the demon. So interesting. Go into every area in my life where the door is closed and says, do not enter, open those doors and turn on the light and find every demon in me or reveal any curse. You know what's the sad part is? This so-called prayer is to Christians. That's the sad part. That's the sad part that, you know, again, they believe a Christian can be uh, possessed by a demon. Man, that is so blasphemous. Yeah, and someone said, yeah, he gave the Holy Spirit authority as if he needs your authority. My goodness, this is so bad. That's activated. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you now, set me free. Lord Jesus, 
You are my deliverer. Now you should be praying what I'm saying. Those of you watching. Oh, no, you didn't give Say, us the Lord cue. Jesus, you're my deliverer. I ask you to set me free. Go into my mind, go into my soul, go into my body and find what is unauthorized and cast it out. Now I want you to watch. He's, I'm sorry. I watch. I I, I like superhero movies. Like I, I like Marvel. Doesn't he sound like he's like the the guy who just did something bad and he like he uh, hijacks the Marvel's uh, like uh, computer room and he 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 appears to them like he's telling them like his big plans he's going to do. Doesn't this sound like that? I'm sorry. Me, I want you to keep praying this prayer. Now we're going to target the devil. I want you to repeat after me, Satan. And every demon. Let me just be real. Satan is not scared, or he, Satan probably thinks this is the most silly thing as well. I mean, all these demon slayer guys. We got another one coming up next, but just keep watching. Wherever you're lurking in my mind, in my soul, in my body, I renounce you. I renounce the spirit of iniquity, and I break by the power of Jesus' name every generational curse he said he renounces the spirit of iniquity uh just rip repent of it bro i mean what do you re renounce what does it mean to renounce i mean I, that, all these deliverance guys say that we, we renounce this we renounce repent of it turn from this sin <laughs> i command you leave my mind leave my body leave my soul now in Jesus name and never come back again in the wait and never come back again wait you you deliverance ministry guys always teach that um Satan could come back even stronger in the Christian if they're not you know you know doing things right I mean we saw what homegirl just said so <sighs> name of Jesus go go now off of me in Jesus name and never come back now, if you're watching me right now, you're probably manifesting already. <laughs> no, you know what? Hold on, wait. I gotta hear. Watch this. Hold on. Let me go back a second. I gotta let you hear this. And never come back. Now, if you're watching me right now, you're probably manifesting already. So I command every spirit. Now that you don't pray no more, I'm praying now for those of you that are watching. But at this point, some of you are probably already coughing, vomiting, manifesting. I want you to push those things out now. They're probably coughing, vomiting how bad this is. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm laughing. I mean, I can imagine someone choking. I mean, I'm just very thankful I didn't have my, my Waterloo drinking at the uh, same time I was watching this the first time or i would have been the one choking it's not a demon it's <laughs> who, who knew demons just choke you out just make you cough and vomit i i don't know while i take authority by the authority of jesus name i come against every generational curse of iniquity i order you release them now every generational curse of witchcraft rebellion anarchy rejection go release go now Come out of them now in the name of Jesus. And yeah, doesn't this sound the opposite of what Jesus told us to pray like? I mean, I think of, uh, you know, in Jude and first Peter, the, the attitude of the false teachers are to boast over the demonic realm when not even Michael the archangel does that. What does he say? Lord rebuke you. And I'm not talking to demons. These guys are have an obsession with demons and talking to them. It's very sad. Cause them no pain as you come out. Go 
out leave jesus name go out of their mind out out of their soul go in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and by the authority of the courtroom of heaven you are unauthorized in that body they ordered you to go i'm coming in agreement with my brother and sister leave them now out 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 and take all your junk and take all your luggage and take all your residual and take all your baggage and go i spoil you now i bind the strong man yeah because we all know that <laughs> alexander pagani can bind the strong man right uh there's only one text well it's in the gospels that talks about binding the strong man and it's jesus doing it <laughs> it's well um apparently Pagani could do it too so since we're already talking about being unbiblical I guess he could at this point yeah say whatever right come against a strong man you have no authority in them in the name of Jesus yeah that's right Melissa uh next week there'll be another deliverance session for the same thing right because the demon will be back Ugh. and you loose them go Strong man of rejection, strong man of homosexuality, strong man of le- What? Wait. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Strong man. He's just giving sin strong man titles. Strong man of pedophilia, strong man of homosexuality, strong man of weak man. You know what I mean? What is this? Strong man of religion, strong man of Freemasonry, strong man of rebellion, rejection, anarchy, strong man of street life, strong man of drug addiction, pharmacia. Go, go, go now. Strong man of witchcraft, the occult, false religion. Go now in Jesus' mighty name. Go. Depression, suicide, come out. Come out of them now. In the name of Jesus, spirit of death, go. By the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, evil eye, psychic reading, horoscopes, come out now, fornication, masturbation, go, sexual perversion, fetishes, go, now, satanic ritual abuse, covenants being made to the devil, go, gang, strong man of heresy, get out of him, get out, come on, loose, since we're already being silly, right? Covenants, vows being made, go, broken now, in Jesus' name, come out of the now, in Jesus' name, denial, unbelief, against deliverance, against Holy Spirit, against manifestation, false religion, out now, Jesus' mighty name, go, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I order all of you to go, abortion, go, now, in Jesus' mighty name, anger, wrath, rage, go, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, Holy Spirit, we humbly come in agreement. <laughs> he did all that like a uh, boastful talking, and then Holy Spirit, we 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 humbly come in agreement. What? After all that, what? Yeah, yeah. We we don't need deliverance ministries because the deliverer has already come and wrought deliverance. Like, what what are you going to do that's greater than what Christ has given us? I mean, that's the question I have. That you. As you remove every demon and devil, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would refill those areas with your glory and with your presence.
Lord, as unforgiveness gets removed, Holy Spirit, fill them with forgiveness. Fill them with peace. Fill them with joy. Occupy every empty space where the devil was removed. And Lord, you said whatever we bind and permit and loose on earth, you'll do it in heaven. So Father... He wasn't talking about deeming casting out in that text. Go and look at that text and tell me, was it about deliverance ministries? <laughs> Nowhere was that being talked about. Yeah, who was that? I have no clue who, who that guy was. <laughs> so this guy just shaking his head. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was, this was an interview. I don't know. Deal with the generational curse. Close the case, Lord Jesus and now decree a new blessing over that family, over blessing over that bloodline, over that person now in Jesus' name. We give you honor, we give you glory. Holy Spirit, fill them with your glory now. Let them be slain in the spirit. Let them be filled with the baptism. Another thing that's not in the Bible, being slain in the spirit, right? of the Holy Spirit. Those of you that are watching right now, tongues should be coming on you now in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the language of heaven. Just release it. Who cares who's next to you? Just let it out now. Finally get baptized with the Holy Spirit now. In Jesus' mighty name, be filled with the glory and the Shekinah of heaven while the presence of Jesus fills and occupies every area. Welcome to your new freedom. Those of you that are watching, in Jesus' mighty name. My goodness, I need a, I don't know, Advil or something after that. My good, but I hope you didn't leave, because if not, you probably got a demon, according to Pagani, right? Of course not, of course not. But anyways, now that we've watched some of the deliverance ministry doctrine, now that we watch some of their doctrine, I think at this time, we should transition to see an actual deliverance. You guys want to see a deliverance? We're going to watch an apparent Christian get a demon cast out of her. Well, obviously, I reject that Christians can have demons. Um, you know, many people are gullible. Many people are gullible. They think, well, this person claims to be Christian. They also said they had a demon. Therefore, I guess Christians can have demons. Even though uh, he has delivered us from the demonic realm, all that, right? Uh, man, interesting, right? Very interesting. Well, let's play this. I told you guys we were going to get into Daniel Adams. I'm going to show you. He's he's kind of low-key my favorite deliverance ministry because he has some of the most bizarre, out there, uh, obviously fake and paid actors, <laughs> or at least actors. They may not be paid, uh, but uh, maybe they paid. Um Deliverance ministries that I've seen. So um, let's get into this. <laughs> Did you guys hear what he said? He says, I want to find who the strong man is. <laughs> I love you. I want to find out something. Okay. What's your name? He says, I want to know who's in there. Who's in there? 
That's called the power of God. So, very strange. Uh, he points at her, and I guess the demon doesn't like it. And he says, that's the power of God. <sighs> no, that's, I mean, making a demon appear isn't the power of God. L let's say I bought into what's actually happening here. That's not the power of God. I mean, you, you know what the power of God is? Salvation. Justification. God changing someone who's wicked to, to righteous, righteous now. That's the power of God. But you know, in all these quote-unquote deliverance ministries, there, there's never any repentance. It's just the demon's gone. It's like back to their old Christian life, unquote-unquote, right? This is terrible. Oh, one thing I, I saw when I was watching this, <laughs> the demon has a shirt that's God is good. It's like, to me, that's, they always have all like Christian t-shirts and Christian, Christian apparel. God is good. Like, I would think a demon would be like... <laughs> manifesting off of that shirt name like i guess even the demons have to cry out this i guess i don't know who's the big boss who's the boss in the body who's the boss who's the prince who's the prince demon huh? <laughs> who's the prince demon in this room because you keep sending these loan words out <laughs> uh, stand up don't you call <laughs> Make sure your cell phones are silent. Who's the Prince Demon? Cell phones can distract from the anointed, guys. So someone's cell phone goes off. He's like, cell phones can distract from the anointing. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's pretty funny. Like, the demon's like, who's calling? <laughs> like, that's wild. What's your name? Huh? Uh, does anybody else see this as wild like daniel adams is literally having a full-blown conversation like long drawn out he, like he always has these lengthy interview style tactic like like questionnaire with the demon um uh, just just strange that he talks so much to demons this i mean even the times where you know um you know the conversations with Jesus and the demon, it wouldn't be very long. And he would, he would pretty quickly cast it out, but he, he likes to boast and like have mind control, a quote unquote over the demon. And, and, it, and, and it definitely wasn't often enough. We're not given really many instances, um, with, with Jesus talking to demons or apostles for that matter. And every time they would speak to Jesus, it would be, be pretty like a cowering thing. Like if it wouldn't be like, Anyways. The pythons. You're choking her life out. That's what you've been doing. Today she gets free. You see, yes! Always play these games. So she was choking and the demon's like, gotcha. He's like, you playing games with me. Just... Yeah, he's gonna have this podcast interview with this demon. Speaking of that, have y'all seen the interview with Satan? I haven't watched it myself, but apparent obviously it's not Satan. It's this guy dressed up as Satan. I haven't watched it, but I've seen a couple people review the video, and <laughs> so just thought it was interesting. But hey, I've been—I guess I've been doing stuff like that all the time. Yeah, doing sixty minutes with Satan right here, Daniel Adams style. You know. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's always a game. You're mocking. Are you just What's your name? Huh? You come from the family, don't you? That's what I thought. You come from the family. Are you in the women or men? Are you in the women or men? Which ones? <laughs> so he just randomly out of nowhere which is just a weird question to ask someone um especially a demon i guess are you into women or men and the the quote-unquote demon says both just an odd question to ask someone i mean if you have the power to cast the demon out why why not do it i mean you're, you're wasting time here so what do they do what do they do See, what did they do? What did they do to let you in there? Huh? Speak, what did they do to let you in there? Hmm? You're draining her. I can You're draining her of her energy. You're Drain making her tired. He said he's draining, Satan is draining her of her energy. Interesting. You think you're going to do that to me? You're not doing that to me. No, no, you're not going to wear me out. You ain't wearing me out. You ain't pulling me tight. He's like, you ain't wearing me out. Doesn't this sound boastful? Um. <laughs> yes, yes. Great, great questions. Great questions for my pastor. Make sure you guys go and follow him. He said, was she acting like this on the drive up or just when the cameras turn on? Serious question. Did she... Have breakfast possessed. Yeah. You know, getting dressed possessed. You know, putting on this God is good shirt possessed. What well, I mean, her hair looks nice. I mean, brushing her hair, combing it, brushing her teeth possessed. As if demons care about any of those things. I mean. <sighs> so listen, I'm going to make it real simple. I Generational and you know what's amazing? That there are so many people in this room just watching this. I mean, I, I, call me scared, call me whatever you want. But if a demon was in a room, I'm surely not watching whatever is happening in that room. I'm out of there. I don't, I don't, hey, look, I mean, I can remember growing up, people want to play with Ouija boards and all that. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be in the same room with a demon. To my knowledge, right? I know someone has a demon. I'm seeing it happening. I'm out of there. I mean, because, you know, the Bible, hey, when demons attack, I mean, could be something like that happening in here. I'm not going to be its first victim. I'm going to move it on for it. In Jesus' name. And I command by the power of Jesus Christ, her to be completely free. So because she fell out, they're all clapping and amazed, right? My goodness. So this is what I think. 
what I was feeling was as I was talking to that demon, I felt like I was, I was getting tired. That means that demon wanted all the attention in the room. Some of them, that's what they want. So he says, well, I was talking to the demon. The demon was trying to drain my power or drain, drain my energy. He said, that means the demon wanted all the attention in the room. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you slept three hours last night. I don't know. You feel better? <laughs> He's like, you feel better? Well, who wouldn't after a demon was in them? <laughs> you need to accept your role in Christ now. You're going to be a good Christian. You gonna lead people to Jesus? Yeah. He says you need to accept your role in Christ. Are you gonna be a good Christian? You gonna lead people to Jesus? She's just shaking her head. Yes. You gonna repent of your sins that you're in? I mean, she's like holding her hip. Yeah, I'm sure she's hurting. You gonna use mightily by hand? Receive right here. Hold your hands up. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Ah, great point, Mr. Smart Christian. He says so. When Jesus says they are free once and for all. Then it's then then it's true. But when, oh, sorry, when they say that, that it's true. But when Jesus says we are free, free, it wasn't true. Yeah, that's a great point, right? He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Well, not really, according to them. But when they free you, you're free once and for all. Like they even say that once and for all, you're free. My goodness. Yep. So to get rid of the demon, um, you got to fall out. And then to get you filled back up on the spirit, you got to fall out. All roads lead to falling out. That's that's what's going to happen apparently here. Yeah, the young woman came expecting and Jesus delivered. Um, I didn't see anything about repentance, faith in Christ and none of that. Just she just fell out on the ground. Apparently, that's delivered. Very interesting. Well, if you want to see some extreme gaslighting, uh, I, I, I've heard about this pastor, or I don't even want to call him a pastor, for some time uh, For some time now, uh, Greg Locke. You know who Greg Locke is? He actually is one of the, uh, I believe he had some involvement. He made the movie, movie uh, come out in Jesus' name. And he's all into this deliverance ministry as well. Well, I wanted to take a look into who he is. And some of the first videos were some of the most extreme gaslighting and bully pastoring I've ever seen. Straight from the pulpit. Straight from the pulpit. So let's take a look into some of these videos here. I'll show you what I am talking about. Uh, so we'll get into the preaching time. And, I, and, I and, and to think to yourself, would you go to this church? Would this be your pastor? who acts like this from the pulpit, who you could be a victim of this kind of extreme manipulation and gaslighting from the pulpit. I'll address uh, some of the things that need to be addressed here in just a bit, just in case some of y'all been reading the uh, newspaper and you think we're crazy. But there's no seatbelts. Nobody made you show up here today. You came because you wanted to. Nobody's forcing you to be here today. And so at the end of the day, drag him out, drag him out. So I, I guess somebody said something. I don't know what was said. Um, obviously, I don't uh, promote uh, people interrupting services like this. Um, I don't believe it's helpful. Maybe you want to speak to him or somebody in the church. You could wait afterwards. <laughs> I've done things like that, right? Wait until afterwards to try to speak. Um, but nevertheless, watch what happens after this. Again, so two wrongs don't make a right. 
Drag him out right now in Jesus' name. Drag both of them out in Jesus' name. Give the Lord some praise up in this house. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, this is the wrong church to be messing around with. Wrong church. Just drag them out. Get them out. Get the sheriff over there. It's all good. Get the sheriff over there. I'm glad we got good security around here. It's the wrong place to be messing around, reaching in your pocket of this house. I can tell you that right now. You hear me? It's the wrong place. Drag him out of here. So I, I don't know what was said, but he's just being dragged out for reaching in his pocket. I, surely that's not a reason to be dragged out of his church. So something more must have been said, just to be fair. I don't, I don't know. We'll say just like we do on Sunday night. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out in Jesus' name, you demon. Get out. Drag him out. So the fact that whatever happened or was done by reaching his pockets were said, I don't know. He's got a demon, right? And so that's a common theme with Greg Locke from what I've seen. Anyone who disagrees with him or uh, even leaves the church or doesn't yeah, agree with him, there are... Um, they have a demon. We're going to see more of this. Drag him out. Yeah, and drag him out? I mean, I understand. Escort him out, but drag them? My goodness. Drag them all out. Get all my kids over in this front row. Unless you're Hudson, he's dragging one of them out. Thank God for a big boy. Amen. He'll be all right. My kids. Are he's got his boys participating in all this. Wow. That's around with these demons Every in this house. Every one of my children need to come to this front row right now. The, the whole family's there. This doesn't sound like a. Uh, anyways. Anybody else want to play games before I get to preaching? Huh? You better go ahead and do it right now. Because it's going to be twice as bad here in a few minutes. You do it while I'm preaching. I'll take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. Because we ain't playing your stupid Democrat games up in this church. You hear me? So if anybody else dares to uh, interrupt the service, disagree, um, he, he'll bust them in the mouth with a microphone. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, things that shouldn't be done, right, in a pulpit for, for I mean, it, it wasn't like they touched you. They didn't try to harm you or anything like that. For and then he calls him a Democrat. I, I mean, I don't know why. From what I've seen, he's much more of a politician than a actual theologian or preacher of God's word, right? And someone noticed this as well. Yeah, the the music in the background is supposed to, you know, trickle your mind, deceive your mind into thinking um, this is supposed to be a a a time of like praise or or, or something good's happening. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. Remember when John MacArthur, the the pulpit, the guy came up to his pulpit and it's like John MacArthur didn't really even address it really. He I mean, obviously you have to address the elephant in the room, but um he just kind of went back to preaching, dressed it for a few seconds, went back to preaching. You know? Um, but this guy's like, you know, you come in my church, I ain't playing no games with y'all bushing in the mouth. <sighs> Just imagine what I, I, I am a, a firm believer in this. If people speak like this in public, just imagine what they do in private. I, I mean, this is public him. It, you, you know, you're a little more restrained in public. So I can't imagine what someone will do like do say in private. 
If you're going to play games, you might as well pull your shirt off and be a big boy and do it right now. Huh? Go ahead. So he's like threatening threaten him to fight. If you, hey, if you really want to, let's fight. Big girl, come up here right now. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it right now. If I'm making you nervous, there's a door. You can get out. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. You can get up out of this house right now. We ain't playing your games in this house. You know, you know the mat, the music doesn't match the words. You ever see that? You ever seen those videos where it's like the music doesn't match match the words? <laughs> this is one guy. He's hilarious on Facebook. You remember that song like "Making My Way Downtown"? He does that, but he does like <laughs> he does like uh like it's a gangster song. It's like the when the music doesn't match the words. This is exactly what's happening here. The the music doesn't match what's actually being said. He's literally bullying people from the pulpit. By the way, check out uh, Bully Pulpit. Uh, I am forgetting the name of the pastor. I know somebody's going to remind me here in a second. Uh, but excellent book. If you, if you search that up, search that. It's a very good uh, book to read. And it describes men just like this, where the pulpit becomes uh, how they uh, express their power and authority. Rather, be, with be doing things like with humility um, and, and patience and long-suffering, right? This is how they treat their members from the, from the pulpit. Very terrible. Get out! Get out! Praise God, that's how you take an offering up in this house. And, and, and the nerve to praise God after he literally was threatening members. Uh, praise God and... And... Um, <laughs> Threatening people does not be long in the same sentence, right? Um, it just reminds me of the book of James. With our mouth, we praise God. In the same mouth, we we curse. And it doesn't have to be curse words. It's just how we how we talk to others as well. All right, we said that's all good. Don't worry about it. We got the best security around. Somebody said yesterday, y'all got good security? I said, yeah, you'll probably find out tomorrow. Guess what? Woo! Hallelujah. Well, it's just par for the course around here. Par for the course. This is normal around here. <laughs> That's nothing to brag or boast in, that this is normal behavior from you and your church members. I mean, I, I, I could not be in a, in a church like this where you're at constant. And guess what? This is cultish behavior because it, it causes the members now to say, oh, I can't, man, I don't want to say anything to to pastor have one disagreement and he treat me like this from the pulpit you know so, some he actually makes steven anderson look uh, mild and tame and reasonable it really is okay maybe i won't reserve my comments for the preaching now i see some of you out there right now you look like a like you know <gasps> yeah most people would be in shock about uh, this behavior so yes okay i'm gonna pray for the offering listen to me now listen to me now does everybody in this house hear me just angry i'm gonna pray right now for this offering i'm gonna pray for this offering if you cannot handle what i say in this church if you cannot handle what we just did to drag these devils out of this church trying to disrupt what we're doing then quietly while I pray, leave your seat, find your car, 
and go to some weak sauce, liberal, Democrat, baby butchering church, but do not come back to this one ever again until you repent. So notice the option, the two options, either deal with how we do things here, even though it's sinful or go to a other sinful church, right? Who does all these right uh, pro-abortion, all this, right? Notice why can't the option be, why can't you repent? Why this these false dichotomy, right? Of it's either my way or the highway type attitude from the pastor. Um, no, sir. Well, I, I mean, I, I would leave, obviously, but obviously I've not find the church he's saying. It's either so notice in, in his mind, it's either their church or everybody else just liberal, pagan, all, all this stuff. See, be be weary of pastors and churches who think their only little church is the kingdom of God. And there's no other churches that, how dare someone leave their church or they've apostatized, so to speak. Um, obviously, there are bad churches out there, but there are numerous good ones as well. You can leave during prayer. You can leave during prayer. I don't care how mad that makes you. Well, that is one of the clips that I found. And and yes, I am aware of um, his uh, Greg Locke's um, divorces. Um, and I, I don't know too much. I just know that that has been the case. Uh, but I, I don't want to I want to get in some of the some of the behavior and the theology that I kind of see coming out of Greg Locke. But let's take a look at this video, because if you think that one was bad. In some way, this one was worse. At the expense of my own life and safety of my family, I'm a truth teller. And that devil, we wrote them all down. So, remember, he is part of the deliverance ministry uh, movement. Um, and apparently, somehow, they got into this, <laughs> I was about to say altercation, but uh, contact with six demons. And then the six demons, he's going to share what happened now. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me go back here. And that devil, we wrote them all down. That devil gave us the names first and unsolicited information until it started pouring forth. And then we commanded it in the name of Jesus. Gave us the first and last names of the six witches that have been sent as plants at Global Vision Bible Church. So apparently six devils gave, <laughs> gave him um, names of six people that have been sent as plants to his church. Now, I... I mean, I, I believe what's going to be how it's going to be used to this is going to be manipulation at its finest because of what he does. Watch. Watch what happens now. First and last name. I promise. Unbelievable. First and last name. Oh, we got some folks. We're about to raise up. And they know it's about to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. They know it. Gave us the first. My wife writing down a first and last name of the witches. Now, here's the interesting thing. Remember that debacle we had last week when I jumped into chips and I told you who the witch was? 
wait, what? Was, was that a metaphorical statement where he said dup, dup, jumped in the chips? <laughs> I hope that was metaphorical. I say six were named because they ain't been dealt with yet. It named them. It named the ones that I mentioned last week under this tent as a full-blown spell-casting witch. Even the devil will expose the devil. And you can walk over my office right now. To God be the glory, I lie not. We got first and last names of six witches that are in our church. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. Three of you in the room right now. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. Yeah, obviously there's a theology of, he's saying that even the devil will expose the devil. I mean... Yeah, house divided cannot stand. So why would the why would the devil give up his own? I mean, kind of seems weird even in that. But he has six witches that are in his church. But what which you're gonna see, he's not gonna he doesn't gonna he was not gonna do anything about it. But I, I have a reason why I think that's the case. But let's let's continue watching. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. But doesn't that sound like threats? We know who you are. We know where you live. Let's keep going. Yeah. You so much as cough wrong and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. There's something with deliverance ministries and coughing, right? That they, they think is demonic. Um, but notice, he has witches in this church, quote unquote, but he's not going to do anything about it. But if you do anything we don't like, then I'm going to expose you. This is manipulation. Now, I don't think he has any names of, of people, but as soon as people get out of line, this going to be like the uh, what's the Salem witch trials. You're a witch, right? You're a witch. And so now this causes the people who are listening to, well, hey, I don't want to I don't want to be uh, be called the witch. So I better stay in line while I'm at this church. Right. This is extreme manipulation and gaslighting. It's cultic behavior. Right. He's not going to tell you who the witches are. I mean, if you had a witch in your church, why wouldn't you remove them? <laughs> right. That's exactly what you should be doing. But no, we're going to we're going to keep you here in the church. But if you do something I don't like, then I'm going to expose you as a witch. Manipulation. You spell casting pharmacia devil worshiping mongrel you. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spell. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. So why wouldn't you remove them? Even more reason. Right? And I'm going to go ahead and serve notice on you right now. Don't move. I'm in the mood. Two of you in my wife's ladies Bible study and you know who you are and we're going to ask you to get out or I'll expose you in front of everybody. Wait a second. Is this something I thought about? So he's to believe that these 
six people are witches because a demon told him so. But other than that, he has no actual evidence. Very interesting. Stinking witch, we ain't playing your witchcraft games. We ain't playing with you bunch of Freemasons. We ain't playing with you Satanists, you bunch of devil worshippers. We ain't playing your games. I'll call you out right now in the name of God and not even break a sweat. And I'm hot. <laughs> we got all six of their names. All six of them. They love to tell on each other. I ain't done. You might as well sit down. I never seen nothing like it. I never seen anything like it. Two of them had already been confirmed for that thing. Ever even said it. First and last night, this chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. First time I'd ever even met her. Except maybe a meet and greet line, didn't remember it. They don't know anybody in our church. But that devil did. Hmm? So I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to work here. So I said, what biblical text is he in? <laughs> yeah, how did he even get to this? That's an interesting, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting way, huh? But but again, just just this anger and just just animosity. Uh, like I said, a bully pastor. This is a bully as a pastor. Now I don't mind strong preaching. Um, I believe, uh, you know, sometimes you have to be authoritative. But th- this goes way beyond that, way beyond that to the point of just it, it is my it is control. If anybody steps out of line with the pastor. Then you're done. Yeah. Why not just expose this civilly? Why not? Hey, if someone is actually doing wrong in your church, do what the Bible says. Confront them in private. He 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 immediately goes to 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 just putting them on blast from the pulpit. Hmm? It ain't gonna work here. Ain't gonna work here. So you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spells. So he gives them ultimatum. Either leave by next week. I mean, first, this is not how church discipline is done. Let's, I mean, let's let's grant him for a second that there are actually witches in his church, right? <laughs> I mean, that that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But let's grant him that there are actual witches in his church. Um, why not remove them out? Say, hey, look, you're no longer a member here. We call you to repentance. Get out. Nope, we don't, I don't have a conversation. We're, this is it. You're in sin. As long as you have proof of that, hey, out, right? Matthew 18, right? Um. But no, he gives it's like a game. It's it's like a game. Either don't show up. Or if you do, we're going to have brooms up here. I mean, that is silly. Imagine if this was like a drunkard. Hey, you drunkard, get out of you don't. We're going to have a bottle up here next week. It's just like, what? This is insane. Casted witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. Hmm? Everybody okay? Yeah. <laughs> the witches are like, nope. 
And your little dog, too. You're out, witch. And the dog? Not the dog. You say, you're just so mean. Look, entertain devils if you want to. Go to another church. We don't need your money. We ain't worried about what you think about us. Our life's already been destroyed over and over and over in the media. We <laughs> Someone should keep replaying that. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And what we're gaining is freedom in Jesus' name. To see people set free and delivered, saved, baptized, turned around. Except those people that you're embarrassing. Um, very interesting. Again, just from the little I've seen from this man, he's not someone that you should sit under. A pastor should be humble. It should be an example to the to the members of what to act like. You know, I'm thankful for my pastors that uh, express humility and, and, and don't go around doing this, even if, you know, they, they disagree with something you've done. Um, very thankful that this isn't the attitude that's brought inside the church, uh, because that that attitude will reflect how other people treat each other. Well, if the pastor's doing it this way, then. You know, and what you will have is a church full of just contentious people when they when someone does something they don't like. Uh, I, I can only imagine just the the vitriol that happens inside that church Just extreme. Just just bring a hammer to every situation um, when it's I, I mean, that, I mean, it's a bulldozer, not even a hammer to every situation. Just just straight clearing everybody out. Who cares who gets uh, hurt in the in the process and things like that. Right. Um one more video and then we'll wrap it up for today. I want to get into, I mean, it is Pride Month, right? Everybody's being prideful this month. Everybody's coming out with their LGBT support, right? You got Target and uh, other, other uh, you know, industries uh, showing their support. Well, you know, there's been a lot of churches been vocalized in this as well. So I want to play a clip of a pastor showing his support for trans and drag and things like that so let's check this out we'll play this here drag is holy there has been an assault on the rights of drag performers in this country and we must call out the hypocrisy and the injustice jesus called himself a mother hen longing to gather up her chicks gender is a construct you see and if Jesus can be a mother hen, then you can dress in drag. I've even heard it said that Jesus was, and humanity is, God in drag. So let me say this again for those of you in the back. Drag is holy. So what are your thoughts? I would like to hear your thoughts. Matter of fact, type it in the comment section. Let me know what you think about this. But I, I had some major problems with this and we're going to play it back and show why uh, section by section I disagree with this my first thought was how insulting to the holiness of God how insulting to the transcendent God who has created all things um, many people have bought into this lunacy yes I do believe it is lunacy but it just shows how much rebellion that people will even drag the creator into when they love their sin. Notice that. Don't you notice that? Whenever someone loves their rebellion, they'll try to drag Jesus as doing that rebellion as well. I'm going to show you that. Well, you already saw that uh, just now. But it's just it is terrible when that is the case. Right. It's, it's as it said, people look down the well of re religion and what do they see? A reflection of themselves. 
So the fornicator looks at religion and says, ah, God must be okay with fornicating. The drunkard looks down in this well and he says, ah, God must love drunkenness. The transgender looks at down this well and says, ha, huh, God must be trans, right? So let's look at this and play this again. Drag is holy. First off, right off the rip, right there, drag is holy. Well, when we talk about the holiness of God, what does the holiness of God mean? God is other than, right? He's separate from his creation, right? He's above, right? N not touched and stained with sin. Well, drag is a violation of what God has said to do, right? A man should not, uh, what is drag, right? Uh, you can have it either a man. Generally, you see men putting on female clothing. Well, God has rejected that. He has said not to do that. So to drag, <laughs> pun intended, God into this uh, sinful perversion is, is, is insulting, I believe, to God's uh, holy character in nature. There has been an assault on the rights of drag performers in this country, and we must call out the hypocrisy and the injustice. Well, I see it as otherwise. I see much people, especially corporations, you know, uh, you're not even allowed to say much about them, their perversion, or you're deemed as hateful, bigoted, uh, unloving, unkind, right? The LGBT community gets uber rights. I mean, you say something about them, people lose their jobs. I mean, pastors, I mean, look at the, remember the cake situation a uh, few years ago? You have to affirm them or you are the epitome of hate. So this is actually not the case. Jesus called himself a mother hen longing to gather up her chicks. Gender is a construct, you see. And if Jesus can be a mother hen, then you can dress in drag let's deal with a few things uh gender is a construct well no gender is a biological fact it's as jesus said you know you want to talk about G what jesus said right jesus said god created them male or female um this is a uh, i uh, identified as well with our our bi biological state right now of course there are um non-ideal situations but the non-ideal is an excuse for what god has created right secondly he deals with god being or jesus saying um in matthew i believe it is where is it matthew 20 hmm, matthew 23 it is in 37 verse 39 uh we find jesus saying how often have i desired to gather you together so sorry let me start over how often have I how, how often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing? What Jesus is saying is not that he's a mother. He is giving an analogy of the, his desire to gather the children of Israel together, but the leaders were not willing for him to do this. Jesus is giving an analogy of uh of a of the situation in which Israel the Israel leaders and his desire for him to uh save the Israel people right the people they're not wanting him to save he's not saying he's an actual mother a mother right I mean again but again 
even he's comparing himself to a mother hen. No one would come to the conclusion that Jesus actually has feathers because he has wings. That would be absurd, just like his conclusion that Jesus is drag. So absurd, so um, perverted. I've even heard it said that Jesus was and humanity is God in drag. Again, trying to compare the holy incarnation with their unholy perversion is quite asinine. Uh, God became man to save sinful uh, humanity. Drags try to act like women to fulfill their lusts. This comparison cannot be even compared. So let me say this again for those of you in the back. Drag is holy. Drag is unholy because, again, it violates what God has permitted out of his creation, male and female. And so I wanted to take a look at that. Um, yes, I know some of you guys are like, wow, wow, that's insane. Yeah. Have you not read? Right. Have you heard read? Have you not read from the beginning? He has done this right. Uh, just complete absurdities, man. Our culture, man, it is it is complete. You know, I have over the last few days kind of had quite a bit of conversations with um, some of the LGBT proponents. Uh, man, if you don't agree with them, man, they'll 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 find any reason to attack you. Man, You know, they some even found that I was adopting. They went and attacked the fact that I was adopting, attacked my wife. And it's just like, man, you know, uh, <laughs> but 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 to me, it's like this is what the Bible says. You know, just my, I, I can imagine Sodom and Gomorrah now by looking at our culture. These men filled with their lust, filled with their rage. Right. Because, you know, they filled with their lust, filled with their rage can do some of the most vile, sinful harmful things right and so today we're going to keep it short i appreciate you guys watching i have some some uh some uh some things to do it's going to be uh I'll, I'll share about that soon but i appreciate you guys for watching here today till the next time y'all grace and peace hey till the next time y'all grace and peace